Welcome to the Minx and Muse podcast. I'm your host, Crimson Minx, creatrix of Minx and Muse, a dark feminine playhouse where we awaken our innate magic through esoerotic dance and witchcraft. Welcome to the Portal of Enchantment. Welcome to a solo episode of the Minx and Muse podcast with me, Crimson. This is our monthly solo episode where I reflect on the previous month working with our studio archetype. So we choose an archetype that we work with at the studio every month. It inspires our classes, our workshops, our multiverse uh, curriculum, even our music and our in-class discussions. So for August, we chose the Swamp witch and our archetypes are inspired partly by the astrology report that I receive monthly from our in-house astrologer Tara Valkyrie which we're going to be getting on the podcast soon Um, but also it's me just tapping into the energy that I feel like our coven could use for the month ahead and the swamp witch really really jumped out so Let me, I'm just going to read the description that I had written for this archetype. So the Swamp Witch is wild, feral, and free. They claim their innate connection to nature as they howl with the moon. They embrace their bulges and wrinkles as they dance naked through the storm. And they throw presumptions of conforming to predetermined standards into the raging fire, cackling in joy as the ashes rain down. They spend their free time conversing with earth and its creatures versus faceless beings on social media. They are liberated from social norms, expectations, and trends, as they don't require external validation from any person or system. They are the crones and untamed creatures that society may have forgotten, but whom have the potential to heal those who seek their wisdom. And... I'll get into the second part, which is what the Swamp Witch is not in a moment. But first, what I was really drawn to this month was, first off, the if you don't live in Texas, <laughs> you may not be aware. But for those who live in Texas, no, we, the summers here are pretty brutal. And yes, this is the life we chose, and I do my best not to complain about it. So this felt like a way of embracing that heat. So we are months and months straight of over 100 degree weather. And I knew by August, we were just gonna be sweaty and stinky and feeling a bit feral and just tired of um, perhaps feeling this way and I wanted us to think about the naturalness of it and feeling okay sweating in class and not feeling like oh my gosh I have to sit inside this air-conditioned bubble all day being okay to go in nature and communing um even if it feels maybe a bit uncomfortable but the swamp witch doesn't really have that choice right the swamp witch is nature it is so connected with nature that it's 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 
it's the ability to to thrive despite these natural discomforts and so um that just right there just knowing oh my gosh august in texas swamp which seems great but other topics that have been trending recently within our community discussions are around embracing aging and obviously an ongoing discussion is embracing one's body and not feeling the need to um, embrace youth, youth culture and diet culture and this idea of radical self-acceptance. And that feels very prevalent with the Swamp Witch archetype for sure. And, and, and also this idea of being okay with a sense of independence. So of course we are naturally suited to be within community. So we're not downplaying that. But this idea that sometimes we may have to walk the road alone. The swamp which when I picture the swamp which just lives out in the swamp in like some kind of witch's hut and they're a bit older and they do not give a fuck about their wrinkles or you know their you know having a six pack or or looking instagram perfect <laughs> perfect skin ready or anything like that but also this idea of like that not even being something that they have to talk themselves out of because they're so in depthly involved with other things. So communing with nature, as we said before, communing with the spirits, um, not worrying if someone thinks they're weird or if someone thinks they are conventionally um, attractive or if they have chosen the conventional way of living their life or if they have to act a certain way because of, you know, systemized programming. And and I just felt a month to tap into that energy would be really good. What would my life be like if I didn't give a fuck? I, I've been, I keep using the expression, honey badger, don't give a fuck. Swap witch, don't give a fuck. <laughs> what would our life be like if we stopped giving a fuck about external validation and instead reflected on, do I act this way? Because this is truly my authentic self. Like, I truly desire this for myself. Um, th that is legit. Or am I choosing a job or am I choosing a lifestyle, a relationship uh, based on what someone else wants from me? And having time to reflect on that can really help unearth our authenticity. And a lot of times we find support in that by communing with the spirits, by communing with nature, by being alone, um, by being okay, uh, having to, to be a bit isolated for a while. And, and I think that's why perhaps this archetype was on the one hand, so craved by many, yet so, um, there was a lot of pushback by others so i think the desire to embrace it was just this permission to be fucking wild <laughs> this permission to 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 say oh my gosh get me out of this glass you know this glass container I, why do i have to have this many times self-imposed judgment on on how I, I show up in the world. And this is cool that this was even 
something that we could explore in our dance classes this idea of is it why do you feel like you can't get messy with your movement why why do you think that your your movement can't be so raw um and authentically expressive so it was really fun to somatically experiment with and I think that then when you allow yourself to experiment with that in movement, it can then translate to other aspects of your life. Like, why am I feeling like I have to appear this way on social media? Why do I feel like I have to have this certain kind of conventional relationship or, or how I parent my children? I mean, it can obviously snowball in so many different ways. And I think people were really craving this permission to be authentic, to be raw, to not have to put on um, uh, a guise of some sort for general external acceptance. And in that way, it was really awesome. And of course, we we did um, a lot of communing with the elementals and nature. We had a workshop this month where we met at a beautiful site called Crown Fox Habitat that is owned by one of our witches, Sarah King. And she took us on a beautiful nature walk and um, we had pool time and, and bonfire time. And that just felt, and, you know, just everyone walking around sweaty, just, you know, in swimsuits and barefoot and, well, not for the walk. We were, we were well prepared for a walk, but later, but just picking up, you know, feathers and hugging trees and finding bones and snakeskins that felt very, you know, we live in a, here in Austin, it's, it's an urban area. Of course, it's not as urban as many cities, but a lot of us don't have that experience on the daily. And as witches, it's so beautiful to, to have that space to, to get back to nature and that was that was awesome the classes just being able to be more quote unquote feral in our movement i loved picking playlists for me my playlists were very like like southern raw rock and roll feral, um, gritty music. That's some of my favorite music to dance to. And there was a presence about it. There was a, and not again, a not giving a fuckness. So all this to say, of course, there was a, there's a lot of positive aspects to, to our archetypes and the swamp, witch. and I always say, we choose our, our archetypes intentionally as a way for us to explore that energy within ourselves. And it's always going to look different. So our, the idea of archetypes is they exist within all of us and we can call upon them to express aspects of ourselves that perhaps come less naturally or that we've been denying ourselves. So for those who are denying themselves to be messy, to get sweaty, to be in nature, to, to spend time in solitude, this was a great energy to tap into. On the other hand, we use archetypes to notice where we get poked or where we feel triggered with things or where we judge or push things away. And a lot of that came up this month too. And it was really awesome. I had a witch's enchantment class that we spent the full time just doing shadow work. And actually we're doing it in my virtual coven class tonight. That's a multiverse experience. And 
because we've touched on it virtually as well, but this is going to be the culmination. But the idea of like, where do you reject the swamp witch? And I always want to be clear that our archetypes are not meant to give people excuses to be uh, self-destructive or to ignore the highest aspects of themselves. It's not meant to be an excuse to, to kind of step aside and, of, of being the owner of one's life. So let me read what the Swamp Witch is not. So the Swamp Witch sludges into shadow territory when they mistake an empowered independence with unhealthy isolation. And when they confuse being at one with nature with being at odds with oneself. It can be magical to disconnect and disengage with mainstream media and society, but one can easily miss the mark and quickly descend from being a carefree nature hag to a morose backwoods biddy. The swamp which does not neglect themselves. There is a difference between being self-accepting and self-destructive. And so the, a lot of the pushback that people sh very vulnerably shared was that they felt that the, the swamp, which was almost giving permission to not give a fuck about everything. <laughs> and truth is the not the honey badger don't give a fuck is more about, we don't want to give a fuck about the things that aren't worth in giving fucks about, but there are definitely things worth giving fucks about. So for me, things that are not worth giving a fuck about are things that are out of alignment with my authentic truth, but that society has been trying to program me to believe is is wrong. So that society's trying to dictate my life in a way that contradicts my authentic self. That's the thing that I want to uncover and stop giving fucks about. There are definitely things worth caring about, and we never want to use our archetypes to, to be self-destructive, as that statement said. And so that was one thing, this idea that like, oh, it's just giving zero fucks and it's, it's we don't want to be the morose backwoods biddy, right? We we want to understand that there is value to being a part of society, that there is value to community, there is value to caring for oneself. We want to focus on the healthy aspects and release the unhealthy aspects. So some other pushback came from this idea of like, I don't like appearing messy, whether that is in one's dance or if that is in one's physical appearance or like the fact that I don't want to care, but you know what? I do care what other people think of me. And this is something that is an ongoing uh, experience for every human on earth. Like we want to say, I don't give a fuck what you think of me that you don't like this part of me because that's me. But in reality, we do. We're humans. We have emotions. So having to to reconcile that and and say well perhaps knowing this there is things that i want to work on within myself so that i i love myself so much that that external judgment really dulls or really almost silences because again swamp witch don't give a fuck <laughs> 
So that was awesome. We had a really beautiful conversation in one of my classes about the idea of people who come from perhaps marginalized or less represented communities. So people with bigger bodies or people of color feeling like they cannot mess up. They cannot be messy. They cannot have that feralness because of society's judgment upon them. And that is legit. And that was, um, you know, a very vulnerable, beautiful reflection that I think we could all take into account and see, well, where am I doing that? Am I, am I one of the people that's, that's doing that? And some other, just some other reflections of like, I don't like being alone. Like the idea of the swamp, which living alone in the swamp, <laughs> in in their their little witch's hut is very blah to me and so looking at that what what are we scared of happening if we are alone and and looking back to where that ties to because i think a lot of a lot of our strength and our self-understanding and even our personal vision comes from allowing ourselves to be alone with our thoughts and alone physically in the world. So these were all really amazing conversations. And so hopefully people are able to see the difference by the end of the month of, oh, how can I positively associate with the swamp witch versus how can I make sure I'm not using that as an excuse to, to perhaps practice unhealthy um, behavior and how can I make sure that I'm not throwing away the entire archetype because I'm misunderstanding things because of my own personal judgments? Um, I also have to say we had in the multiverse, we have a a master workshop every month. And we had a, a woman named Madam Pamita, and she is wonderful. She's out in California and she's written many books. We've had her years ago during the pandemic. She did a virtual workshop with us on candle magic she has since then written a book on baba yaga and slavic magic and we had her do a workshop with us and oh my gosh that was absolutely wonderful so if anyone's really interested in tapping into this energy a bit more check out madame pamita's book on baba yaga and slavic magic or just immersing in the I don't Baba Yaga, I guess, would be considered a a mythical energy or character of sort, but look into Baba Yaga and and see how how reading about that feels feels to you personally. So yeah, this is this has been a really cool month. I am going to wrap this up just saying that I really appreciate everyone who got a little weird with us, who stepped outside of their comfort zones, and who were bringing up the challenging conversations because I love to reiterate that we are a coven of depth. Yeah, we could just say this you do it use this color and use this herb and do a candle spell and then come and learn this dance and blah 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 you know this is all i actually just recorded a an episode with parapeculiar podcast so i'm going to rein it back in because we talked about it there about how there's like mall witchcraft damien called it and um damien nicole actually both uh, Nicole Ricardo, a real ghost of podcast. They both interviewed me and we went a little deeper on this. So if you want to, you want to check it out, check, 
go go check out their podcasts. Parapeculiar uh, specifically was the one I was interviewed on, but um, of how I don't want us to be mall witches or us, I don't want us to be like, oh, we're now sexually sovereign because I did a sexy dance. Um, so I love the challenging conversations. I love that our witches are willing to go deeper and think about things than just like surface level TikToks. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying uh, the podcast or you have any um, requested topics or guests, Find, find us on social media, specifically Instagram, minx.muse. That's kind of our, our happy place. Or come take a class with us. We are, next month, I'm going to chat about how we're revamping our multiverse membership to be so freaking good. And I would love, you're like tingled by working with archetypes. That's the place to meet us to really do the work. So um, I said I was wrapping it up and then I spoke for another three minutes. So Crimson, you're done. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching or listening. Mwah. Thank you for joining me for the Minx and Muse podcast. You can find show notes and learn more about the studio at www.minxandmuse.com. As a reminder, it is our birthright to transform, expand, and safely exist as sensual, conscious, and empowered creatures.